Dang. Everybody come to the breakfast club. I call this the hot seat. <laughs> You're wild. You're wild. Can I live? You are out of control. I can't even deal with you. Y'all are so petty. Why are y'all so petty? The world's most dangerous morning show, DJ Envy. Captain of this bitch. Angela Yee. I stay in everybody's business, but in a good way. Charlemagne the God. The ruler of rubbing you the wrong way. The Breakfast Club. Made for everybody. Good morning, Shalomina God. Peace to the planet. It's Thursday. Angela Yee is still out. She's in San Tropez. Yeah, she's in San Tropez last night. Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan. Let me rock your Shaka Khan. I was performing for Magic Johnson's birthday. Oh. And she's out there for that. So she took some pictures. I seen her with Magic and with Shaka Khan. So she's out there living her best life. Yeah, I got a text last night from a sweaty-looking, uh, it was a picture, and it was a sweaty-looking Angela Yee mm-hmm. <laughs> and another person, and uh, it was Gail King, actually, mm-hmm. and they was hanging out. Yes. And she was like, look who it is. That's right. So, yeah, she's out to the there. homie Gail King. She's out Angela there Angela me that picture. Gail King sent me. Gail yeah, sent it to you, yeah. Yeah, that's the homie. They're out there living it up, living it up, living it up, living you know, it up. I'm part of the Illuminati, so. Yeah. So you get the messages every time yeah, somebody's you moving know, around. You know, got to take that oath, baby. Now, uh, All right. <laughs> shout to 2 Chains. 2 Chains. Salute to 2 Chains. He took the oath about 10 years ago. Been oh, my goodness. Now, uh, 2 Chains, you know, I'm having my big car show this Saturday, so 2 Chains sent me his car that was on the cover of his album. Okay. The Trap, car, uh, the trap House Car. Look, All man. pink. I didn't know that the car actually doesn't run. So when they delivered it last night, I was like, all right, just drive it up the driveway. And he was like, no, it can't drive it up the driveway. So last night at 1 o'clock in the morning, we had to push the pink car, and it's an old car. It's a Chevy Caprice. It must be like an 80-something, so it's like real metal, real heavy. It took us about an hour to push that sucker up that hill. And everybody was sleeping, so nobody could help. It was just me, the tow truck driver, and we had to push that up that damn hill. That's crazy that that car don't work. Two chains need to renew his Illuminati uh, membership. Well, it's just there for aesthetics, you know, because people can come take pictures on it. You can sit on it. You can actually take pictures. That's why we have it for the car show, because a lot of times people want to take pictures of the car, sit on it, or touch it, and that's the perfect car for it. So, nope. shout to Two Chains for that. that del- that's why I'm tired as a mother, because I was dealing with that last night. That's yeah, light work. Yeah, but it'll be good. So, car show this Saturday, so I can't wait to see you guys now. Is it th- sold out yet? Uh, well, it can't sell out. Why? It can't sell out because the way a car show works is there is no cap number because people come in and out of car shows. So it's not like it's, you know, a minimum of 10,000 people. You know, people come in and out, so the building, just, you just keep selling tickets, which is a great thing. Got you. Okay. So that'd be pretty cool. Now, today on the show, we have a couple of guests joining us. That's right, because yesterday on Hulu, mm-hmm. it was Wu-Tang Wednesdays. I guess that's what they're doing on Hulu. Yes. They uh, premiered Wu-Tang and American Saga, the TV show. That's right. That's right. So, so we have some of the cast this morning. Right. We have uh, Shamik Moore, who plays Raekwon in the uh, Wu-Tang series. Also, yeah, Erica and, Alexander. And, and Shamik was also in uh, Into the Spider-Verse. He was also in Dope. He was also in The Get Down mm-hmm. on Netflix, in case you you don't know who he is. Mm-hmm. Also, he, he thinks you know who he is, though. Well, we'll talk to him. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's great fun. Also, Erica Alexander will be joining Drop us. Drop on the clues bombs with Queen Erica Alexander. I love Erica Alexander, man. She just, she's a light. Yeah, she is. You might know her from the Cosby Show, but she also plays Riz's mom. You said from the Cosby Show? Yeah, and Living Single. Yeah, Living Single more so than the Cosby Show. I mean, Pam on the Cosby Show, of course, but come yeah. on. 
Maxine Shaw, attorney at law. Yes. Classic. Now, also, uh, Ashton Sanders, he'll be here as well. He plays the RZA. Uh, the RZA. Yes. And then the real RZA will be joining us today as yes. well. Yes, Bobby Digital. Bobby Digital. The architect of the whole thing thing. That's right. Bong, and, bong. And tonight is back. We're back. The NFL. The NFL's back tonight. Wow. The season kicks off. What? You not going to watch? I sure am. All right, so I'm, so you a sellout too? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just supporting Jay-Z. I, I know what Jay-Z is doing. I'm not even supporting Jay. I'm, I'm, I love <laughs> football. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. Well, the Packers will be playing the Bears. We'll tell you what time. All right, so let's get the show cracking. Front page news is next. Angelie is still not here. I don't know what we're talking about. I'm sure we'll talk about something about Dorian, Hurricane Dorian, and some other stuff. All right? Breakfast Club, good morning. I'm around the town, off this way, doing all these shows. I've been on the road, I don't care where I go, long as I get paid. Bad little fight, she been on my mind. Soon as I get back, she can stay. Do this all the time, this ain't no surprise. Every other night, another movie get made. Morning. Every other night, another movie get made. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Start off with sports. The NFL season kicks off tonight on NBC at 8.20. The Packers take on the Chicago Bears, and that game will be played out in Chicago. I definitely was going to uh, boycott the NFL if the Dallas Cowboys hadn't re-signed Ezekiel Elliott. But now that Ezekiel's back in the fold for, I think, what, six years, $90 million? Mm-hmm. I'm all in, baby. My goodness. Now, also, Hurricane Dorian. Uh, it seems like there are 20 deaths related to that in the Bahamas. Of course, there's going to be more fatalities, but that's what they discovered so far. It's now on the coast of South Carolina. They're saying uh, more than 115,000 people are without power this morning. They're saying uh, if you live on the coast, you're expected to get 15 to 20 inches of rain. And they're saying find shelter because it's going to be a nasty one. Yeah, salute to uh, the crib, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. I heard downtown Charleston is flooding. But that's pretty routine mm-hmm. when things like this happen. But salute to salute to South Carolina. Also, Disney is donating more than a million dollars to Bahamas for Dorian Relief. Their donation has been led by the Disney Cruise Line. I was actually on that cruise line two weeks ago, no, about a month ago, and Pro Style's on that cruise right now. So Yeah, a lot, I mean, any of those cruise ships should be donating money to the Bahamas as much as as much money as they make off the Bahamas. Right. You know what I mean? That's that's one of the destinations where they take people on their cruises. Mm-hmm. So they should definitely be anteing up those cruise lines, Norwegian, and who else they got? Why, does, why is Norwegian the only one I know? Well, there's uh, Royal Caribbean, Royal uh, Caribbean, uh, Carnival, uh, right? Carnival, yep, yep, and then uh, the Disney Cruise Line. Now, uh, a landlord called a cop on a tenant who didn't want to pay his rent. You know why? Because he was playing dead. Yeah, he played dead and said, "I'm not paying my rent." So the landlord called the police, and the guy actually had a warrant. He had an outstanding warrant and got his ass arrested anyway. So I, I, I hate people who don't think long-term. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like, I'm the type of person I write down short-term goals, long-term goals. I have short-term plans, long-term plans. That's a short-term plan. Because mm-hmm. how long do you plan to play dead, sir? I, I don't un- un- Unless you're planning on moving in a month, you know what I'm saying? So you play dead, you save up that little this, this September month of rent to help you move to the next place. To get out? Yeah. Uh, unless you're doing that, I don't get it. Because if you're playing dead and you Plan to stay there for a while? That's just stupid. Mm-mm-mm. Now, uh, lastly, a New Jersey man scammed dozens of women out of more than $2 million. He was posing as a U.S. service member. He was stationed overseas, and uh, what he would do is he would get women to send him money, and he said he would send them back gold bars from uh, the Middle East. And he never sent the gold bars back. 
hey, ladies that was uh, replying to him, you better off replying to them emails you be getting from them Nigerians all the goddamn time. Well, last he was working with Nigerians of and people course. from China. Of course he, he was. he scammed victims out of more than $2.1 <laughs> million. He's facing 20 years in prison and a $250,000 Drop one of clues bombs for all my beautiful Nigerian people. All right, the best scammers in the business. All right? No, they don't right. sit around and wait for reparations. They take them themselves. My goodness. All right? All right. <laughs> my guys. <laughs> and that's front page news. <laughs> now, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, horrible night. Or maybe you feel blessed and you want to spread some positivity. 800-585-1051. Hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up, wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Uh, this is Johnny from Houston, Texas. Man, I want to have a question. I want to know why you're in car club and you don't even know how to change a damn tire. Well, Johnny, I'm not in the car club. <laughs> now, that's one. I, I own a bunch of cars that I love. Johnny, let me ask you a question. Johnny, what what do you love, sir? Do you do you have a home? Oh yeah, I do. You love your house? Oh yeah. How do you love your house? You don't know how to build it, sir. That I mean, no I sense. Ain't no Bob the Builder, but he got me there. All right, but I, I mean, have no cars. I, I don't know anything about cars. I just, I just love cars. No, I, the, I can purchase them. That's a false equivalency. The equivalency would be if he didn't know how to do anything around his house to help fix it up, like, like, uh, put hey, a doorknob in, got me there. change a lock. I know how to put the windshield wiper fluid in my car. What? But, what about oh. the blinker fluid? Blinker fluid? Blinker need fluid? See, you don't even know. Blinker fluid don't need no damn fluid. What, what, what are you calling for? Why would the blinker need fluid? Hey, uh, Charlamagne, I, I look forward to your little yo-yo-yo-yo-yos every morning, man. Just well, thank you. Know. You're easy to please. I like your type. All righty, man. That's all I got to say. Thank you. Have a blessed day, sir. Okay. All right. Thank you, Johnny. Johnny graduated at 21. <laughs> they wouldn't let him leave till he was 21. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hey, my name is Will. Good morning, y'all. How y'all doing? Good morning, What's Will. Up? Get it off your chest. Uh, man, it, I, this, this is very serious, man. I know y'all probably think I'm, I'm playing and everything, but I got a uh, GoFundMe going on right now, man. My wife broke my Xbox, dog. And, uh, man, I play the game. I'm, a, I'm, I'm 28. I'm 26 years old. I play the game. That's that's my only peace of mind. And my wife broke my game, bro. I need, I need. I you need, think you I'm gonna donate money to your Xbox when when there are people that are, are dying and suffering from Hurricane Dorian? You think I'm gonna donate money to your Xbox? Yeah, if you gotta raise money for a, X, a Xbox at 28 years old, you don't even deserve your wife's vagina. You he, bum ass. He's 52, bro. He's definitely 52. I thought he said he was 28. You a bum? I'm gonna be honest with you. You a bum ass Negro, bro. You should be able to buy your own Xbox. Man. You should be ashamed you, of yourself. You should. I can't believe you like to play video games as much as you playing yourself right now. Yeah. Hey, look. Follow me on Facebook, man. Wow. No. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. He didn't even have an Xbox. Hello, who's this? Oh, man. Yo, what's up, Envy? Hey, what's up, Trav? <laughs> hey, happy, happy, happy birthday to you, brother. Thank you, sir. Yeah, you're definitely welcome. What's good, Charlemagne? What up, sis? How are you? Yeah, I'm doing good, doing good. How See, you living? Seeing you up here with your little light skin piece of trade the other day. Oh! Really? Oh, you had your little oh, light skin oh, piece oh, of trade. Oh, okay, Trav. <laughs> you like them light bright, Trav? Uh, first of all, I ain't have no light. First of all, my friend, my strict friend. All right. Hey, edit all this out, Charlemagne. Don't be doing that. <laughs> 
Okay, now, what'd you call for? He sounded a little jealous, but go ahead. No, he just pissed me off for even doing that show. Listen, Chris Paul, drop one of the clues bomb for Chris Paul. I just became a Chris Paul fan yesterday. Why? Because he, he, put, he put up a bunch of pictures naked? Oh, my goodness. Did you see them ass cheeks, Charlemagne? Them things were stronger than Obama's relationship. I mean, I'm not going to front. It did, it, did, it did make his at name on Instagram, CP3, sound a little crazy. CP. Yeah, you, you definitely... You, did, did you scroll through all three pictures, or you just you just saw the one? Tell I didn't the scroll. Truth. I didn't scroll through CPP. <laughs> I didn't scroll. Envy. Yes, I didn't see the pictures. So I don't know what you're talking about, bro. You ain't you ain't got to lie, Envy. You seen the pictures? I didn't see no damn I did, pictures. I, I mean, I saw the first one he posted, but I didn't scroll through. Them. You know the funny thing now that you're saying it. I was I was I was working all day yesterday. I seen a picture of Snoop naked. And I'm like, why is Snoop got a picture of naked? Like he's photoshopped. But I guess that came from Chris Paul. Yeah, and the funny thing about that naked issue ESPN does, I guess we forget that it comes out the same time every year. So all of a sudden, he's like, why are you posting nudes? Um, Envy. Yes, sir. I'm gonna see you this um, Saturday, old man, at your car show. You coming through? Make sure y'all come out. Make sure y'all come support. All right. That's oh. crazy. Travel be out there putting bananas and tailpipes in all the cars. Stop it, man. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is Mark. Hey, Mark. Mark? Hey. Yeah. M-A-R-K. No, M-A-R-Q. Oh, what's up, Mark? What's up? All right, get it off your chest. I was just calling to talk about how Malik Yoba came out as liking trans women. Okay. Yeah, I think Chris Brown next. <laughs> man, what? shut up, man. <laughs> what? Yo, it's 6-something in the morning, and that's what's on your mind about who's sleeping with who? Why do you care? What you say? Why do you care about who's sleeping with who? At six something in the morning. Care. I'm just. I mean, if Malik Yoba has to come out, Chris Brown needs to come out. He's seeing some girl who looked like she used to be a man. Hey, hey y'all look crazy. Yourself, Mark. Where you Mark, calling from? Mark, are you a man or woman? Oh, I'm a woman. If you don't believe me, she's in uh, Snoop's. Snoop I don't video. care. Do you have a job? Video. Do you have a job? Well, I want him to leave women alone so he can stop being oh, alone, Lord so they can bro. stop, you know, swooning all over him. We can know what he really like. He might like it all. He might be greedy. Mark, can you leave Chris Brown alone, please? Why do you Why do you care who he likes? Huh? Why do you care who he likes? Oh, my God. Because he wants to put down black women and call them frogs, but he's dating women who look like men. That's why I care. But what if those women are black? What if they're, they're trans? They're not black. All of them Asian. I, mean, I don't even know why I'm entertaining this conversation yeah. with you. I'm not, <laughs> having, I'm not having this hypothetical ass conversation like with you. Women. What's wrong with that? You don't know what it's, that man like. nothing wrong with that, but don't put down black women when you dating women who look like men. By the way, this, you is, you come out the this is why you can't believe nothing you read on social media. This is why you can't believe this nothing not you on YouTube. This read on social media. It's what he posts on social media and the girls we've seen him with. You calling up here saying that that man likes transgender women, transsexual so women, and you have I no reason to say that. women he's been with that look like men. Yes, he's about to come out the closet. He's 30 years old. He's having a little midlife crisis. Tattoo, tattooed a shoe on his face. Nike shoe on his face. Some women have strong jaws, ma. He didn't get <laughs> They got strong faces, strong features. He didn't. He won't clear up the rumor if his boo is his is pregnant or not. Yo, it's six yo. something in the morning. Yo, so go have some breakfast. Why are you so worried about other Have people? you had some breakfast yet? Well, y'all do rumor. I'm calling in about the rumor. There, there is, is no rumor. Yet. You made this up. We ain't do no rumor. There is no rumor. It's not six in the morning for me if I just got off of work, is it? Mark, you made this up. Good night. No, I didn't make it up. Yes, you did. And stop labeling people early in the morning when you don't know what, you ain't got no, no reason to label them. I'm going to come out the club. 
Oh, my God. Yo, people are crazy this morning, man. Everybody need a hug. Hello, who's this? What's up, DJ Envy? Hey, what's your name, bro? Dollar man, this your boy Gary with Convicted Conversation. What's good, my boy? What's up, Gary? Hey, How you doing? Cool. Man, I just knew you was going to call out my podcast yesterday for some of your favorite podcasts, Charlotte, man. You hurt my feelings, bro. I was naming podcasts yesterday? Yeah, that you listen to on the radio. Oh, you said you, oh, you want me to lie? Podcast. Oh, you want me to lie oh, and I say I lie? That's why I mess with you. I don't want you to lie, bro. Oh, yeah, I listened to the read. We dodged the mean bullet down here with that hurricane, bro. Congratulations. Yes, sir. Hey, did you hear about the lady that broke the four kids' legs in, in Florida? Nope. Yeah, the white girl at the daycare. She broke four separate kids' legs. Really? Oh. Man, don't tell me that. We'll Google that story now. Yeah, boy. Don't that, tell me. Don't tell me that. Don't, man, that give me anxiety when yeah. I be dropping my kids off the daycare. Yeah, don't tell me that when I got my four-year-old just starting preschool. You know what I'm saying? The way my anxiety set up, I don't need to hear stuff like that. Not me either. But thanks, Gary. Hello, who's this? Yo, it's Kevin. Kevin, why you whispering, bro? You know why he whispering? <laughs> no, I'm in the gym right now. Okay. All right. Um, no, 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 no. So I want to talk to Charlamagne because I got a beef with you. Um. You at the gym yeah, right now working out, and you got a beef with Charlemagne. I don't know if I'm yeah, wanting any of your beef. Like, what man did you see in there that made you think of Charlemagne, bro? Well, it's just me in the gym. Shut up, Envy. <laughs> but um, Charlemagne, you are such a tough critic when it comes to the when talking about these bars, man. I was listening to, I just started listening to Rhapsody, and I'm like, yo, she's dope. But I listened to the Sojourner record, and I'm like, yo, J Cole is ripping this. I never said he didn't. Did. I just said Rhapsody versus yeah, better. Yeah, but why why does it always have to be somebody watching J. Cole? Like, why can't it just be a dope record? Like, honestly, do you think J. Cole is overrated? No, I don't think J. Cole is overrated. I think J. Cole is dope. No. I just think Rhapsody's better. And you and you think you think Pusha T in that coming home record, you think that could have you think he didn't do the best on that either? I, I've heard Pusha T spit sharper bars. I mean, the record is a good record, though, but I'm just talking about as far as Pusha T's lyrical content and what we're used to him doing nowadays. I thought he could have had some sharper bars on him. Do what your second you set. Do your second set, bro. Do my... <laughs> All right, but I, I love y'all, man. I'm, I'm happy I got through. This is my second time, so... I thought we about to have a little that. debate. What you doing in the gym right now, bro? What exercise? Uh, I, I mean, I was, on the, I, was, I was on the bench first, but I jumped off to talk to y'all. So I can, you know, so I can focus on the conversation. What was your bench pressing, bro? Uh, 135. It's light, man. I'm cutting right now. 135. I warm up with 225. Yeah, I, I warm up with 225. I warm up with 225, King. Yo, little ass. All right. Well, let, let, like, let's get in the gym, then. I'll show you, better than I can tell you. All right. Well, I ain't coming to New York. 135. That's the that's the that's the bar. You know, you in know, 245. You know, my son warms up to that. You should be ashamed of yourself. Man. Come on, man. I'm, I'm about to go. Man, don't make me go ahead and overwork my <laughs> <laughs> The ball going to fall on his neck now messing with us, 135. Man. Have a good one, bro. My God. All right, man. <laughs> Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. Now we got rumors on the way. We'll give you an update on Kevin Hart. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's about time. What's going on? Yo. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Now, Kevin Hart, uh, it came out that he suffered three spinal fractures, uh, fractures, excuse me, and is still in a lot of pain. They're saying he's still in intense pain. 
Um, they're saying he will make a, a full recovery. It's going to take a little time, but they're saying he's doing pretty good. Oh, I mean, his back going to definitely hurt when it rains for the rest of his life. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? He's 40 years old, so it's not going to heal exactly the same. But, I mean, with some therapy and stuff, he'll be all right. Yeah, they have surgery on two vertebrae. Yeah. What you expect? They said it, it'll be uh, several weeks, if not months. And you know what I don't like? I seen this yesterday, too. I don't like the fact that when you call 911, they release your 911 call. That just bothers I, me. I don't see the point of it, but they only do it to they only do it to like celebrities, right? Or, no, I like, mean, they, they can high, get anybody's call. Cases. They I know, get but, anybody's call, but they know? only do it for like high profile cases. And I wonder, do they get paid for that? Like, I wonder when they release it to like TMZ, does somebody get a, a check for that? Because you know, TMZ pays for audio and video and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I heard, uh, you know, Kevin Kevin Hart's call. I guess some woman called. I don't know who it was. Called from the house, and it's just disturbing that they get that much information, and they had the guy calling from the accident scene. You know, it's it just... I just want to know what's... too the, much information. I just want to know what's the reasoning. Like, I mean, it might be a reason for it. I don't know. I just want to know why they released that publicly. Why did they choose to do that? I don't know either. I, I just don't like it. It, it, it bothers me. Now, also, uh, Dwayne Johnson, he steps in for Kevin Hart as Kelly Clarkson's show guest. Now, Dwayne Johnson was on his honeymoon, but left his honeymoon early to be, I guess, the host on the Kelly Clarkson show. I don't get that either, but hey... That's his guy. Yeah, but it's your vacation. I mean, he, that wasn't was in the show. He was a guest. Yeah, I wouldn't have. T- I wouldn't have came off vacation to fill in for nobody. He Hell says, no. "When my Dwayne Johnson said, uh, the Rock said, when my son Kevin Hart goes down with an injury, his big daddy steps in.' First of all, don't call me your son just because I'm smaller than you, my G. All right, we two both grown ass <laughs> men. I don't like that. Call me son because I shine like one, but don't call me son just simply because you are ten times bigger than me. He says, "I did leave my honeymoon early." And now me and Kelly are new best friends. Tune like in Monday. That. We had the best time. Don't call a grown man your son just because he's smaller than you. That's like a Marshall would like to say shorty. And you're six foot six. Shorty. All right, I'm five, six, <laughs> five, five, nine, actually. No, you're about five, six. Five, nine. Yeah, five, six. Five, nine. All right, now, uh, we got to sit and rest in peace to LaShawn Daniels. Now, he's a, a Grammy-winning songwriter. He's written songs like The Boy Is Mine, You Rock My World for Michael Jackson, it's not right, but it's okay. Whitney Houston, uh, Telephone by Beyonce. Uh, I'm trying to think, uh, a bunch of others. Say My Name, Destiny's Child. I don't know the brother, but uh, rest in peace to him. How'd he die? Uh, in a car accident. Yikes. He died in a car accident. He was doing, uh, I believe, a music conference in North Carolina. A lot of people were posting about him. I never met the brother, but it, it seemed like he touched a lot of people, so I just wanted to say rest in and, peace and to him. And see what he's saying? When you when you just report a story like Kevin Hart and you see how bad that car looked and that accident he's in, you see how lucky he is to be alive. Because right. his brother, LaShawn Daniels, I don't believe in luck, but it, you know, it wasn't in the cards for him. Yeah, and he passed away at age 41. See what I'm saying? That's my age. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace to that brother, man. Absolutely. Lord have mercy. And lastly, this might make you happy, Oprah Winfrey. She's launching Wellness uh, uh, an Arena Tour, where she's going to be talking about her, motiva- her motivational spirit on the road. She's going to be talking to different people about wellness and getting in shape and mental health and a bunch of other different things. Her tour starts on March, uh, no, ends on March 7th, but she's going to be hitting San Francisco, Atlanta, Dallas, Charlotte, North Carolina, Brooklyn, and Minnesota. I'm all for that. Drop on the clues, bumps over Winfrey. Anybody that's out here trying to elevate the conversation of mental health and eradicate the stigma around mental health and, you know, elevating the conversation about mindfulness, I'm all for it. Now, she's going to be donating a million dollars from her tour proceeds to her uh, benefit WW Good, and that's going to help uh, bringing fresh food, healthy food to unserved communities. Donate a million dollars to who? Oh, you said that organization? Mm hmm. Okay. Yep. So, and that's it. That is your room report. Angelie's not here. Look, that's all you're getting, okay? That's crazy, though. What? What? No, I'm just, I, I don't know. It's just crazy. Like, I'm just sitting here thinking about Kevin Hart sitting up, laid up somewhere, trying to recover from surgery. 
Meanwhile, on social media, they're still accusing this man of being homophobic because of the episode of The Shop we did on HBO. And it's just the irony of Kevin Hart being called homophobic when you are laying around with a broke back. Well, uh, you're good. You're what? good. You're good. What? You're good. You're good. <laughs> you're good. Yeah, I got to give it to you. You're pretty good, what? bro. You're pretty, you're pretty good. I don't know what you're talking about. You're pretty good. All right. Well, when we come back, we got front page news. <laughs> we'll give you information about Dorian, Hurricane Dorian. And we got to tell you about this guy that's scamming women. All right? $2 million. We'll Bet tell you he's about Nigerian. Uh, connected with some Nigerians. We'll talk it's about not it. a stereotype if it's true. We'll talk about it when we come back. It's the breakfast slow. Good morning. Got smell cologne. Yeah. I just had a deal. I'm on. Yeah, yeah. I go where I want. Yeah, yeah. Morning, What's happening? Every, morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, Angela Yee is out in San Tropez. Uh, Living it up with Magic Johnson. That's right. It's Magic Johnson's Gail birthday. Gail King sent me a picture yesterday of her and Angela Yee. I don't know where the hell they was at. They look like they was having a good old time. Yes, they were. I seen Shaka Khan performing. I seen a bunch of people performing. They were doing electric slide. They were having a good old time. There you go. Angela Yee out there with her demo. <laughs> you stupid. Now, let's get in some front page news. Now... In NFL football, the season kicks off tonight on NBC at 820. The Packers take on the Chicago Bears in Chicago. You watching? Oh, okay. Now it all makes sense. What's that? Because they're doing the, uh, that's why they're doing the Impact Change concert there today. I guess because it's the NFL opener. So Meek Mill, Rhapsody, Megan Trainer, and they're all performing there today. It's a free Correct. concert in, in Grant Park. That's right. And then Rock Nation and Impact Change. I guess you say Impact Change. Impact Change is giving $400,000 to the Better Boys Foundation and the Crushers Club. Okay. And, and both those organizations are designed to help uh, at-risk youth with alternatives to gang violence, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Yeah, saying they'll be doing events like that and making donations like that in every NFL city. So, so, so that makes sense. So first day, Jay-Z already is involved with giving $400,000 to Two kids organizations in Chicago. Okay. Yes. All right, all right. Absolutely. All right. Well, we got to talk about Hurricane Dorian now. The death toll rises to 20 in the Bahamas. It has now hit the coast of South Carolina. It seems like 115,000 people are without power in South Carolina and Georgia this morning. They're saying expect 15 to 20 inches of rain, and they're telling people to take shelter. Salute to everybody in uh, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. I ain't check on none of my family. I mean, they ain't hit me. I think I did hit my mom and be like, yo, you good? She your mom's didn't. is there, your she pops is there, yeah, your family's there, sister's yeah, brother. But you got to understand, that, that's, a, that's a generation that went through Hurricane Hugo. I went through Hurricane Hugo. The Category 5s, when you start seeing those two, was it a two? I think it's about two. Yeah, they not tripping off that. They, you know, board up the house and keep it moving. Mm. Now, Disney is donating more than a million dollars to Bahamas for Dorian Relief. As they should. Disney what? Uh, this is coming from the Disney Cruise Line. As they should. Because mm-hmm. all those cruise ships go through the Caribbean. They go through the Bahamas all the time. Absolutely. I was there, what, about three, four weeks ago? Shout, uh, shout out to DJ Pro Style. He's there now. So that's a good thing. Tyler Perry also said he'll donate. Uh, he hasn't said what he's going to donate, but he definitely said he's going to help the Bahamas. And lastly, a New Jersey man scanned women out of $2 million on dating sites. Now, he scammed more than $2 million. He uh, told him to send money, and he would be sending back gold bars. I'm not mad at him. I don't think he did anything illegal. What do you mean? Because if I ask you for something, <laughs> if I say, yo, send me some money, I'm going to send you some gold bars. There ain't no contract. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not I'm not committing to anything other than sending you some gold bars. If you want to send me that money, that's really your dumb ass. But he never sent the gold bars. It don't matter. Why would you send somebody money for gold bars? Because they said they had the hookup on gold bars. Man, please. I don't even know what that means. Well, he's facing a, ma- a maximum sentence of 20 years in prison and a $250,000 fine if convicted. Well, drop on the clues for him, clues bomb for him being a number one finesse 
okay? How can you really be mad at this person? If somebody's stupid, that's literally like telling people you want to sell them the Brooklyn Bridge. Like, why do you, like, that's stupid to fall for something like that. No, but somebody can ship you gold bars. They can't ship you the Brooklyn Bridge, bro. You might as well respond to the emails you get from Nigerians, okay? If you're going to be sending out money to people for gold bars. Well, it's, it's not that bad of a scam if you think about it, right? Think about it. He scammed $2.1 million, right? His fine is only $250,000. So he didn't make, what, about one point seven. I'm going to include bonds for the number one finesse of me. <laughs> he didn't make one point seven. You got a picture? Him... You got a picture of him? Let me see what he look like. Hey, hey! <laughs> you got the money phone in his ear. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about right there. Okay. If you, if you think about it, they're not going to hey, give him the max. Hey, another picture with the money phone. This time he got his money in a bag. They're not going to give him the maximum life. sentence. Living they're, his life. They're not going to give him the maximum sentence. So even if he got to do sit for three, four years, when he come out, he got 1.7. That man ain't put a gun to nobody. He ain't robbed nobody. He simply said, look, I'm going to give you some gold bars. You send me this money. How we know he wasn't going to send the gold bars? How you know he's shipping just a little late? My goodness. We All don't right. know. All right. Drop on the clues bump for that young man again. What's his name? He ain't got no name? Now, let me find his name. Uh, Ruben Sarpong. And you don't know what, who he was scamming. He might have just been scamming old white men. He's 35 years old. <laughs> if that's the case, that's reparations, goddamn. They said he was scamming women, dozens of women. Oh. Were they white? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Context matters. I don't know. All right. <laughs> well, that is your front page news. When we come back, Shamik Moore will be joining us. He's an actor. He plays Raekwon in the new Wu-Tang series. Uh, what else? What other movies he's been in, Charlamagne? Uh, he was uh, on the, in the Get Down mm-hmm. on Netflix. He played uh, Shaolin Fantastic. What else was Shamik in? He was in, uh, uh, in the uh, Spider-Man movie, Into, okay. Into the Multiverse. Mm-hmm. Dope. He was in Dope. All yep. Right. So we'll kick it with him when we come back. Alright, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Remember them days and that was hard and been thinking. Yeah. I put a four in a 20 ounce and been drinking. Yeah. If you were to squad, I give you my heart and I mean it. Yeah. I was fighting some demons and it feels like I'm deep in. I was raising a deep end. I know be sinking. Take your go deep in, but I give it back while you tweaking. Come around with that rah rah. We leave you dead on the cement. With the gang, we ain't playing fair. Matter of fact, we don't play it all. OG was in the air, but we bout to run till we smoke it all. Button on the front, boy, you better fall. We don't kill them dead, we don't kill them all. May spend a 10 when I'm in the mall. I was on the bin with it in my draw. Hit that smoke and I'm blacking. Hit that smoke and I black out. If you run, blow his back down. I was gone, but I'm back down. These gon' fall, but I never back down. In the school, I was trapping. In the school, you was class clown.
Breakfast Club. DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, sir. Shamik yeah. Moore. Peace. What's peace, up, peace. son? What's good? Shameek. Plays Raekwon in the new uh, Wu Tang uh, Hulu series. Now that's a big deal, and right. I'm gonna tell you why it's a big deal. Because I'm 41 years old. Uh-huh. Goddamn it! And Wu Tang provided the soundtrack to my life. Only built for Cuban Links is one of the greatest hip hop albums of all time. Uh-huh. So, did you listen to any Wu Tang before this? Uh, role. Uh, when I was filming Cutthroat City is how I met RZA and we shared an agent and he made me listen to Wu-Tang. But when I listened to 36 Chambers for the first time, I was kind of like, when I was hearing like the interludes and the stuff, interludes. it took me I'll out of it. break your balls and cut your neck. Oh, the, the Wu-Tang torture yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was it was crazy. I wasn't, but now I have the appetite for it because I get it more. Now, why why Raekwon's part? Why Raekwon as the character? Um, did, you so, try, did you try out for that specifically, or? No, I don't audition no more. Oh, okay, oh, shot oh, me. Oh, okay, <laughs> get a little matching jean suit, and now you yeah, don't audition yeah, no more. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is a this is a you know icing on the cake right here. There you go. You know what I mean? Um, I I think I met RZA and then I impressed him because I showed him a color he didn't think I had. Mm-hmm. And when Raekwon met me, I think he was scared. He he might have been like, oh him. <laughs> This guy seemed nice right here. I don't know if he could. Oh, he, he didn't think he was gritty and grimy. I don't think he thought that I could be gritty and grimy, mm-hmm. but you know. I haven't <laughs> seen it yet, so like Ray is a little short, a little chubby. Did uh-huh. they try to make it true to life physically? Or? Yeah, I put in. Uh, I put on a, a fat suit. And yeah, it's not too fat. It's not, it wasn't a fat suit. No, it was a fat suit. Ray ain't fat now. You wasn't fat in the docu, in the movie though. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm like early fat. Like, it's not it's not early like fat. him now, you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like, you know, and it grows over the whole season. So, it's like, so he gets bigger? Yeah, it gets bigger. <laughs> it gets bigger. You know what I'm saying? Over the season. In season two, I'm going to be bigger, you know what I'm saying? So Now, now is there a lot that you learned by taping this? Because there's a lot, even watching the first episode, I, I learned so much, and I thought I was Wu-Tang fanatic. Oh, you saw it? Yeah. Oh. Well, then I don't have to tell you that I mm. killed it, <laughs> right? No, what you <laughs> yeah, think? Yo, he's failing his because I killed it, I, you know. <laughs> I mean, did you like it? Tell me. The first episode I thought was dope. I mean, it was a lot that I didn't necessarily know. Like, pretty much Raekwon tried to kill Ghostface. You know what right. I mean? Just you just see- gave it away. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Damn, sorry. I definitely <laughs> didn't know that. Yeah. And Ghostface is my favorite rapper of all time. That's what I'm saying. Is that the fact that they got so close after what happened was just like, wow. That's like, what makes it special. It, it makes it very special. Yep. Was it hard to get in character and, and play that scene when you shooting at people and, and you being a, a, a grimy New York drug dealer? Um, I think the most difficult part was being convincing with uh, the lingo. Hey, yo, son, it's it's Shaw right in the building. I mean, like I don't really talk that's like that. Good. You know that's what I mean? Like, yeah, that's pretty good. That's the beauty of acting. That's the beauty of acting. Right you know what I mean? It's it's like it's um, cause I can't sell his voice just by talking, cause his voice is different than mine. So I have to get into his how he yo hey, yo son, yeah. hey, yo Shaw, you gotta talk like this, yo. Word, word is what you know what I mean? Like that's it's. Yeah. So when you say you don't audition no more, what does that mean? Because I I, I be hearing stories and I don't know how true it is, but uh-huh. even big superstar actors like Denzel still got to audition sometimes. Really? I mean, I don't know if that's. I don't think Denzel. No, I, I, I doubt. Audition. I don't see him in an audition. No. At any point. Yeah. Um, but for me, it's just because when I when I do the on tape thing, it never works out. But when it does work out, is when I'm in front of a camera, and it's lights, camera, action. I'm in I'm in like the outfit. Cause when I like, for instance, with Dope, when I went, uh, when I did the self tape audition, I mean they liked it. They had me come out, but it was really the in person thing, the second round that really got me in there. Same thing with the get down, you know. But for instance, coming to America, you know, Kenya Bears was involved, and then there was a different director at first, and it was Kenya went to Spider Man to the Spider Verse premiere. He was like, "Yo, you want to be 
in Coming to America, play Eddie's son? I was like, yeah. Left it alone for like eight months. I mean, it came back around. They changed the director. The director wanted me to audition. I'm like, I'm not finna audition. You know what I'm saying? I talked to them. My manager's like, no, you got to audition. I'm like, I'm not finna audition. I auditioned. I didn't, it didn't That's kind of bougie, bro. Is that, no, I'm not. It, it's so many that, different scenarios, though. It's not even It's not even bougie. It's just like... I don't think you're at that level where you can just say f***ing audition yet. I'm at a level where I can say that I um, want to choose wisely what roles that I put energy into because I'm not just doing the acting thing and it's not... It's um I just have bigger bigger goals. If I was just trying to make the most movies, do every movie that's coming my way, accept every offer, then that's a different scenario. You're exactly right. Mm -hmm. But it's not even that. I feel like I'm too big. You know what I mean? I am feeling confident today. You know what I'm saying? But it's that outfit. You dress like Lil Nas X. You got the boots on. <laughs> Nas X. Oh, you tried it. Come on now. <laughs> Show me the cowboy boots. Nah, he tried Nick, it get now. Get boots. Hey, yo, this is Saint Laurent. Ooh, you gonna take your horse to the hotel? <laughs> that little Jeezy's hat on? Is that nah. little Jeezy's hat on? That's not the one Jeezy's hat on. Nas X don't look like this when he put on boots now. Come on, man. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta show respect. Nah, now, did you but, get the part for Coming to America? Nah, that's what you I'm saying. I, like, so every audition that I he do, said you, did, you did audition for that. I ended up auditioning because oh, because the director switched up. Got you. That's when it didn't go through, and I was like, yo, I feel like I wasted two weeks of my time on that. Now wait a minute, that could be a humbling experience though, because you probably thought you was I'm the man. I got this. And you did the role, you like they don't want you. They I think they chose your main follower, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not even sure who that is, but congratulations to him because, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, Jermaine. No, no disrespect. Look, you got coming to America, and I didn't. Come on. He, like, had, a, he had a sitcom <laughs> on CBS, too. See, I didn't watch it. You yeah. Know? But, you know. <laughs> he used to be on Guy Code with me back in the day. Funny, funny dude. Word. Yeah. So he deserves the opportunity. Congratulations. Yep, he was in, uh, what else he was in? He was in that movie where everybody was turning into horses. Doesn't sound like one I'd watch. The Boots <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That movie. I can't remember the movie right now. Tessa Thompson was in it. I didn't see that one either, bro. I, <laughs> I can't remember but the name of it. That's what Amber Rose was in? Man, shut up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she was in the movie with it. Anyway. Goodness now, since gracious. you were portraying a, a, a brotherhood yeah. in the Wu-Tang film, did you become like a brotherhood with the other actors on set? Everybody was coming to set like their character. So, I, yeah, you know. Everybody was feeling himself. Everybody was in their chamber, um, the way RZA said. <laughs> and what did y'all tape? Did y'all tape in Staten Island? The whole Staten thing? Island. We had one scene in Brooklyn in the studio. Mm -hmm. But, yo, uh, Joey Badass is playing Inspector Deck. Dave East is playing Method Man. Method Ashton Man. Sanders is playing RZA. I'm playing Raekwon. It's a very, I think it's an interesting scenario. Did y'all get to collaborate on any music? Nah, nobody, nobody really, uh, nobody looking at me like that yet. You feel me? It's mm -hmm. all good. I understand the reality. But as soon as the thing switched, you know they everybody gonna be hitting me. So it's all good. Did you it's so you didn't get to contribute none of the music either? Like Nah. So you wanna be respected as a musician more so than acting? Not more so, just as well. I, I just don't know if there was there's been a Denzel and a Michael Jackson in the same body. People that act and do music, that there's a long list of people, but they're more music than acting to me or more acting than music to me. And most actors are mad corny when they do music. But with me, I just want to, um, my desire is to like kind of just let the art speak for itself and not like do all of this that I'm doing right now, to be honest. I'm talking, okay. I'm, okay. I'm talking, I'm talking. But the visuals and dropping music and just like, oh, shit, I did not expect that from Shy. It's exactly what I want. All right, we got more with Shameek, more of the actor. When we come back, he plays Raekwon in the new Wu-Tang series. So don't move, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're kicking it with Shameek Moore. He plays Raekwon in the Wu-Tang series. Charlamagne? 
I saw people uh, TMZ get on you because they ran up on you and you didn't know the members of the Wu Tang Clan. Yeah. Now I mean I knew I knew most of them. I just most <laughs> of them. I knew most of them. Not the ones I didn't meet. Like mm-hmm. Capadonna. What was it? You got. Well, can you say him now? Okay. Let's try. Okay. <laughs> All right. Raekwon, uh, Method Man, Ghostface, RZA, You Got, Capadonna, um, ODB. Um, See, I'm from a different era. I'm from the era where we say the RZA. The Jizza, old dirty bastard. The Jizza, deck. Word. You God, Raekwon, the chef, Ghostface Ghost killer, and M A T H O D man. That's, that's how we remember. Yeah. All right, I, I should start doing it like that. Yes. but I pretty much said most of them just now. Jizza is the one I missed. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I'm tired of talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, but when is the, you got some music dropping? I do have some music dropping, but it's uh, we remastered the song we played last time, Ride the Beat. It's still the first single, and the mixtape is coming in like a you, month. So you still pushing Ride the Beat? That's been a while. Well, I haven't really been pushing it, to okay. be honest. I just kind of like put it out, on, put it out. on here. And the then, last time you came up here, you, you was trying to teach Charlamagne how to dance? No, nah, I think he was just a little jealous of my moves or something like that. I got moves, B. But listen, are you inspired by people like you. LMA and Lizzo? And the reason I say that is because like they had records that they pushed for a while. Like, I think the song that just went number one for Lizzo, she's been pushing for two years, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, you see, I don't have the team. but Like, everybody that believes in me believes in the acting side. So I'm, I'm pretty much pushing myself and, like, financing myself to get to that That's that got to suck. I mean, it, it feels like it's my battle, but when I accomplish it, you know what I mean? I'm just going to look at everybody and be like, I know, it's all good. You are appreciating your blessing right now, though, right? Because I don't want you to be one of those people that's, Overlooking the fact that you are having a successful acting career, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't overlook that because you want to be a popping music artist. Right. I'm thankful for sure. I'm thankful and I'm humbled by the experiences that I have. But I do have goals, and I'm not. I'm still hungry. Absolutely. You know. As you should. Absolutely. I ain't. I ain't where I need to be yet. Where I'm gonna be like, oh, I think I'm gonna chill and I'm good and all that. I'm right now. I'm just like, these don't even see me yet. (laughs) You know what I mean? You feel that way? Definitely. I don't feel that way because I mean, I, I I love to get down. I loved you at Shallow Fantastic. I love dope. Like I've mm-hmm. seen you in the street and be like, oh, mm-hmm. he did good. In, he, he did good in his in his Wu Tang series too. He, he said good. You don't think I killed it? Yeah, I said you did good. I only I seen one seen episode. From the first from episode. From the first episode, you did good. But I I didn't see you when. Damn, he I ain't seen the whole thing. Hey man. Well, no, don't lie to me. I'm talking about the episode one. Speaking of Tatum, nobody gonna give you props after they see this interview. Because <laughs> they're gonna be like, you know, we gotta take the young boy down a notch. I'm just telling you, that's nah, what nah, they're gonna. And, and people good. on social thing. media are natural haters anyway. Word. So they're gonna be like, I'm not gonna give it up for him. The negativity spreads faster than the positivity. That is if true. y'all find something negative to say about my performance as someone that I'm not, that was doing his thing before Ooh. I was born, type it on up, leave comments on this. Send it to your friends. Do all of that. <laughs> do all of that. Are you confident in your performance? Obviously. Oh, yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah, I'm, I'm confident. When's the last time you got to a fight? Oh, I fight every day. I'm a boxer. Okay. I'm not a professional boxer, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I spar train, professional spar, boxer. Yeah. Why'd you ask that question? Because he talks so much shit, like somebody going to test him one day. But he's not talking shit. He's just confident. I like it, but I like that talk. Cause that's good. So he that's like, yo, so somebody going to check and see Absolutely if his chin is right. Day. You yeah, feel me? Like Jazz. Is this turn you on? When you hear the young boy talking like this, Jazz is a young intern. That's my master. <laughs> I don't know. Did that turn you on? Okay. She said, not really? Yeah, she said, not really. Oh, that's okay. Does it How turn you, you on, Charlamagne? How do I feel? Yeah. I feel like I'm a happy person. I'm thankful to be alive. I have a premiere 
come going on tonight. Wu Tang go. on Hulu. Rizzo just walked in the building. There you go. Word. Oh, right. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, yeah. why didn't you do your interview with Riz and everybody else? Why don't he just, you know, come on in right now and we continue? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Support the, support the black brother. Hey, look, most of my projects were in New York. Yeah. Right. Spider-Man, mm -hmm. The Get Down, and Wu-Tang at this point. So, and the next one, Pretenders. All New York. I feel like, you know, New York should show me a little love. <laughs> Just a little love. You what do you want New York to do for you, Shamik? Hey, we can start at the Breakfast Club and y'all can play right at the beat. Nah, listen. Oh, Shameek see, y'all see this? <laughs> y'all see listen, this? This is what I'm talking listen, about. Shamik right. didn't want to do his interview with RZA and the rest of the cast. Shameek was like, I want my own interview. As yeah. your own green room. Own everything. Yeah. Trying to build Shamik Moore right there now. You go. Listen, I have no problem with the confidence that Shamik Moore has. Somebody got to be confident. All right, well, let's play a snippet of his joint. A snippet. A snippet. Wow. Exactly. Exactly. You see sample. how y'all doing me? It's all good. Watch. When that's number one in the country, I'm going to come right on back. Now, nah, let's play his joint. Let's play his joint. Introduce your joint, man. Yo, this is Ride the B off the new mixtape Worth the Risk. All right, man. It's the breakfast You should take calls on it and see if people like it or not. Yo, I, dead, dead ass? I want to know. I want to know what people okay. think about this. You should. Really? I, I genuinely want to uh, know what people think about this. Hold on. Let's, play, let's bring some of the interns in and play it now. This is honest. These some honest people hey, here. I, I expect honesty. Tell Sim and Taylor to come here. These some honest black women. I expect honesty. Just me. single ride the beat all right so um we have some people that work up here that we're gonna ask uh how they like it so the first person we're gonna ask is jasmine so jasmine what did you think my honest opinion the song is amazing but looking at you and hearing you i don't see that vibe i see like 
if I gave um, maybe somebody from the Caribbean, and I don't know if you are from that. He's Jamaican. Oh, he is Jamaican. <laughs> I don't know. So, you know, when he talks, in his in the, his aura doesn't give me a Caribbean vibe. What does it give you, Old Town Road? It gives me... <laughs> <laughs> what does it give you? Yeah, he really, really, it really trying me, it today. It gives me, like, a New York, Brooklyn vibe. So, you know, but again, I'm from New Orleans, so they do do West Indie music up here, but it is a good song. It's Brooklyn, too, the Brooklyn got the Caribbean vibe? Yeah, of course, uh, but he, he, he's from Atlanta. Sam, yeah, what I'm you think, Atlanta. Sam? Sam? Okay, my honest opinion, I think that your voice is, like, a little too light for the beat. I would like either double it or just go harder next time. Okay. But it's a good, it's a vibe. How yes. you feel, Shmeek? You like this? You can take this? Yeah, I can take it. All right. You know what I'm saying? Come on, Stace. What you think? Stace is a DJ, by the way. Oh, God. She's a DJ. She is. I like it. Afrobeats is, well, sounds Afrobeatish. Mm -hmm. It's in, so it's like slow dancing music, too. I think it'll be good in the club. Okay. Yeah, okay. it is. It is. And Taylor, you said Taylor? you like it. Grind to it, okay, Taylor. <laughs> you can grind to it. Y'all know what I mean, though. Like, no, we, yeah. no, we don't. What does that mean? Grind to it. As in, like, like Stacey just said, like it's slow, where it's like a good vibe to yeah. get close to the guy. That's it, right. yeah, slow wine grind. All right, Shamik, so you got, I guess, two or two. Yeah, it might have been the speakers, or maybe you didn't get enough of a vibe, but it's, I appreciate the, okay. the feedback, the honest feedback. Okay. Well, All we appreciate you, Shamik, for joining us. I man. want you All to right. blow as a musician. You know why? Because you want to blow as a musician. Thank you. No, I appreciate it. I think I want everybody to accomplish their dreams. I just want I, I want the opportunity. That's all. If you don't like it after you hear it, then that's one thing. But I want the opportunity for it to be played and in front of you. But again, you know, asking for it is is never how it works, you know? Yeah. But we're going to play it loud for the people so yeah, they can and I just think and they get their opinion. I, I think it would be very entertaining to watch Shamik more as a big superstar. <laughs> I think it would be very entertaining to watch him because he'd be so goddamn bougie and so arrogant. Arrogant. <laughs> it would be so funny. Oh, yes. You would be the guy that say, I need uh, all green M&Ms. No, no, no. I don't eat M&Ms. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I'm pescatarian. I'm pescatarian. Fish. Well, fish. I go to church, too. Yeah. What? Yes. Okay. What do you say? <laughs> to me, more. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Look. It's all bad. It's all real. I ride in some big tall hills. Big fat money. Hey. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Listen, you can go to my Instagram. Uh, I just posted a picture of Shamik Moore, who plays Raekwon on Wu Tang on Hulu. And um, please leave a comment about what do you think of his record, Ride the Beat. But please at him. Don't just, you know, tell me. Okay. At him. His at name is in my Instagram. It's at Shamik Moore. I don't know if I... I don't, did, we, did we give our opinion on the record? No, we didn't. Oh, I'm not giving it now. Then. No, give it now. What's nope, your opinion on the record? Here. I don't talk behind people back. Well, you'll hear it. Mm-mm. You'll hear it. Nope. That means you didn't like it, because if, if you liked it, then you would say, I like it. I didn't dislike it. It just was It just was there. But you say you're giving your opinion. Oh, you asked me. <laughs> it, was just, it was just there. It wasn't bad. It wasn't good either, though. You know, it was just there. You know, you know when he came two years ago, he played the same record. Really? Yes. Did no, the same didn't. dance. He did. He did that same dance with the popping lock. Oh, you don't be telling me stuff like this. You know my memory bad. I don't be remembering this stuff. I told you. I told you that record's like three years old. But I didn't know we played it before. We sure did. Oh, my you remember God. Remember he did the popping lock thing? Remember he did the... And you tried to popping lock with him? Oh, yeah. Well, you got to stop riding that beach, you meet. It's time to, you know, get off that horse. All right. Well... When we come back, we got your rumors. Lonzo Ball, he admits the BBB shoes were trash. We'll oh, see. He, he did not. Well, we'll tell you about it when we come. That's the tease, man. Angelis, now I'm trying to tease. Make people be like, word, did he really say that? Okay, so you're lying. All right, well, he didn't say the. Well, it, yeah, well, keep it locked. Rooms on the way. <laughs>
All right, I'm reading some of these reviews on Shamik Moore's song. What do they say? Uh, Mel Donato 76 says, not feeling that song. Funny fat kid from Indianapolis says, Envy won't be making no mini-mix anytime soon to that guy. <laughs> Abdus 23 says, it wasn't too bad. Uh, Stylist Silk says, oh, Charlamagne, you humbled him so quick, but the song wasn't bad at all. QT World says, I think Shamik Moore's song was okay, but his voice was not hard enough, and he sang too slow for the beat. It just didn't sound mastered. <laughs> Curtis Wood AK says, song is okay, but his attitude is... Uh, can't say that word. Uh, doofy, dookie, but not dookie. Like that's word. Oh, okay. Sugar, honey, all right. iced tea. All right, I got you. I got you. Yeah. You could have just said ish. That's all you could have <laughs> said. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get to the rumor report. Oh, what I gotta say? Oh, I, I got tease myself. All right. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> come on. You know what I want to hear right now? He said it was gay. So what? <laughs> let's get to the damn rumors, man. <laughs> All right, now Lonzo Ball admits the BBB shoes were defective. Now these shoes cost five hundred dollars per pair, and they were pretty much trash. Zero twos, I was playing in. They was not ready. <laughs> they were really. No one knows this, but Demo had a backpack, and he had extra like four pairs of shoes in there. Cause I had to switch them every quarter, cause they were just ripped. I'm on the phone, like, this is when Alan was running everything. I'm like, yo, like, I'm not playing in them shoes. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't care, bro. He's like, all right, just, just switch every brand next, every every game. I'm oh, like, all right, cool. Wow. Why'd you wear them? Just because you guys said, like, are they're my shoes. And you're like, <laughs> I had, I had, I had to debut them. Like, I would not let you do that to the BBB brand. Uh, DJ and what you mean? That they is, fell that, apart. That is a black owned brand. So did a pair of Nikes last year on Zion Williamson. So what? Sometimes it happens. But his Zion's happened once. This happened every quarter. No, he do said that. He said he had to change them every quarter because they would rip. Didn't you hear what he just said? No, I did not. <laughs> and I would not listen to such nonsense. <laughs> well, he doesn't even wear them. I got me some BBB slides. They're probably the going to break as soon as you wear them later on today. All right, now, R. Kelly, he's out of uh, solitary confinement. He's moved to general population. He said he's good in Chicago, but when he has to come to New York and he has to go to other places, he doesn't feel too safe. No, you can't pick and choose when you <laughs> want to be in general population, nigga. Oh, yeah? You don't want to be in general population in New York? Well, you can't pick and choose. Or Minnesota. You're going to be in general pop? You're going to be in general pop wherever you go, sir. Nope, 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 nope. He says in Chi-Town, he's good money. He said New York and Minnesota, he's good with being in the box. And he's right, but I don't think that you should be able to pick and choose. All right, and lastly, Mac Miller's uh, alleged drug dealer has been charged for supplying the deadly pills. Mm. He's 28 years old. His name is Cameron. He uh, believed that uh, he sold Mac Miller the counterfeit oxycodone pills that killed him. So he's been arrested, and we'll find out what happens. He's been held uh, without bail, without bond. He's set to be arranged on October 11th. Mm. I always feel like such a hypocrite when uh, conversations about drug dealings occur Why? because I used to sell drugs. You know what I'm saying? But we know it's wrong. Correct. So it's like, yeah, he should be in jail. He should be in jail, number one, for selling drugs because, you know, drugs ruin our community and they d destroy families. And he should definitely be in jail for selling drugs that are killing people. Counterfeit drugs. Counterfeit drugs. Well, he should be in drug for, for selling drugs regardless. Yeah, it's all it's all. He might, the time. Not, have, he might not have bad. known that they were counterfeit, but Doesn't the fact matter. that he sold drugs, he should be in jail. Yeah, because whether you're not, you're, you, you know, you, Mac Miller died the way he died. I mean, at the end of the day, all drug dealers, when you're selling a certain type of uh, drug, you are destroying communities and you are killing people regardless. So why didn't you think about that when you was doing this? Didn't know any better. Mm. Then you learn. Mm. That's all. All right.
you don't see the destruction you create into your community. You just think about the money that's going into your pocket. Right. All you just, you know, being a product of your environment and doing what everybody else is around you doing. That is true. Everybody around, what whatever I just said. You know what I meant to we say. Got, we know I'm pretty sure y'all got the gist of what I was trying to say. We caught you. Yes. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Now, who are you giving that donkey to? You know what's crazy, man? This is bad. I don't even know how to tease it other than to say... Join me for after the hour. <laughs> okay. That's all we going to get? you want to hear a story. No foreplay? Just you ain't going to tease us a little bit? You want me to tease you a little bit? You want a little foreplay from me? <laughs> give us a little something. Just don't blow no, no, so us. You just... want a little foreplay from me? <laughs> I'm just saying you should give us a little foreplay. Lick the nipple or something. Drum, like, drum. Just don't plow us. You said it was gay. So what? <laughs> you know what? Wow. You know what? Wow. wow. You know what? I care with you today, man. Wow. All right. Donkey, the day's up next, man. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Charlemagne, say the gang, donkey of the day. Charlemagne. You are a donkey. <laughs> it's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit me with the heat. Yeah, it's the breakfast club, bitches. Who's donkey of the day today? Well, Ed Sheeran, donkey of the day for Thursday, September 5th, goes to a 27-year-old California man named Robert Anthony Camus. I think I'm pronouncing his last name right. Uh, I really don't know what's going on in the world anymore. You know, when I was a JIT, uh, that's a kid for you folks who are not from the South, but when I was a JIT, my grandmother used to say that she has never seen a time like this before. And that was in the 90s. Now it's 2019, and my grandma been dead since 2006. 13 years later, I can repeat her words with confidence. I have never seen a time like this before. People is out of their goddamn minds. We are in a world where we are surrounded by a 360-degree circumference of crazy every day. Every single one of us is just trying to avoid crazy. You know, th th that's it. If you can make it home every day having avoided any crazy, then you have probably lived to see another day. Sadly, that crazy is often too close to us. Could be a brother, a sister, parents, close friends, the cameraman at Revolt, and in the case of Amanda Custer, a boyfriend. See, according to the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department, Amanda Custer has been missing since late July, and a video surfaced online around the time Amanda disappeared. And according to the LA County Sheriff's Department, it showed Amanda's boyfriend, Robert, rapping. What was Robert rapping about? Let's go to CBS2 Los Angeles for the report, please. Well, we're inside this bar, the King Eddie Bar, and this is where Camus was standing when he did this rap version. And I guess the big question is, was it a confession? In my own words, it was kill the and bury her in the dirt. Michael Moore said he was stunned by what it was listening to. Karaoke night at King Eddie Saloon just off Skid Row. Moore said this is videotape of the man mixing with the crowd at the bar after he finished rapping a song mm -hmm. about how he had, quote, killed his girlfriend and buried her in the dirt. Mm -hmm. He mentioned something about the police and that he needed to close his mouth now and he walked off. A few hours later, he said, he saw that same man on television being led away in handcuffs. Mm -hmm. Detectives say they're aware of the rap song video, but have yet to get a copy. But they say that Robert Camus is definitely their suspect in the disappearance of his longtime girlfriend, Amanda Custer. Welcome to the rest of our lives, people. Uh, I mean, this has been our lives for a long time now, but things are never changing. If you grew up in the 90s like I did, then you know the world that we live in has been altered forever. See, this is the era we live in where people kill people and then go rap about it during karaoke mm -mm -mm. nights. Okay, now I know what you might be thinking. 
Eminem made a living off rapping about killing and burying his girlfriend somewhere. Uh, look no further than 97 Bonnie and Clyde for starters. But the difference between Eminem and this guy is Eminem never actually killed Kim. He just rapped about it. Okay, he just rapped about wanting to kill her. If I have to explain the difference to you, then you are probably one of those crazy people I'm trying to avoid. Now, I know what else you're thinking. What if this guy was at karaoke night rapping an Eminem song? Maybe this is all some big misunderstanding. Yeah, it might make sense if Amanda Custer wasn't last seen when police responded to a possible domestic dispute at Robert's home. And if Robert didn't already face domestic, domestic violence charges because he was accused of uh, battering his girlfriend, strangling her and threatening her with a taser. And when the victim tried to get help at a house nearby, Robert allegedly chased her into the house and then beat up an elderly man who was trying to intervene. I wish that old elderly man would have had a shotgun and I wish that old man would have put a hole through Robert the size of a gay porn star's butthole. All right, witnesses actually told police they say Robert, they saw Robert putting Custer's lifeless body in the back of a gray Toyota Prius and then driving away. Not to mention officials found evidence of an assault. <laughs> he said it was gay, so what? Not to mention, officials found evidence of an assault in Kamua's bedroom and recovered blood from the scene. Okay, police also found blood and a digging tool in the cargo area of the car. So yeah, about avoiding this crazy thing, I repeat, every single day of our lives, all we are trying to do is avoid crazy. But sadly, sometimes crazy finds us. Please let Remy Ma give Robert Kamu the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you <laughs> stupid motherfucker! are you? Dumb. And I would like everybody to know that was a very inappropriate <laughs> time to laugh, but y'all did not see Envy's face when I said I, uh, I wish that old man would have had a shotgun and I wish that old man would have put a hole through Robert the size of a gay porn star's butthole. <laughs> the way everybody in this room looked at each other <laughs> was so stupid. <laughs> you couldn't could describe a hole bigger than, you know, uh, uh, another way to describe a I'm hole? I'm not going to lie, my brain actually said Incredible Hulk's butthole, but I don't know if people watch... Marvel like me. How do you know what the Incredible Hulk's butthole Because in like? Thor, the Dark World, I believe it was, oh they showed the Incredible Hulk's bare butt. Okay. All right. But you understand what I meant when I say gay porn star's butthole. Shotgun blast. Bow! <laughs> See, what is wrong with y'all? <laughs> What's wrong with y'all? <laughs> y'all play too much. What? I'm not What's playing with y'all, man. I'm, I'm taking my toys. I'm leaving the toy box. I'm going home. All right. Thank you for that donkey today. Did, he do, did you do the hee-haw? Yeah, we did oh, you did it. All right. Got me frazzled over here. When we come back, RZA, Erica, Alexander, and yes. Ashton Sanders will be joining us. Absolutely. The Wu-Tang series came out yesterday, so we'll kick it with them about the series. I've seen the first episode. Dope. So we'll talk to them when we come back. All right, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got some special guests in the building. Yes, indeed. We have the cast of the Wu-Tang Hulu series. We have RZA. We have Erica Alexander. Hello. And we have Ashton Sanders. Welcome. Good. good morning. Good morning. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I'm Excited to be here. I guess we start with RZA. Like, how did it feel recreating your, your own story? Wow. Um, you know, it feels good to, you know, to continue the, the Wu legacy in, the, um, in this medium. You know what I mean? Um, so it just feels good. Now you're involved for everything from casting to the whole shebang. Yeah, I'm a, um, I'm, I'm, what you, I'm what they call a, a showrunner. So me and my partner Alex C, we're the two showrunners, and that entails hiring directors and hiring, you know, casting it. Every, every, I actually was reading 99 page budgets, all right, making sure 
You know what I mean? The money was going where it had to go, right, too. Right, right. So, yeah, it was a very, very unique, very, very unique job. Is, like, it, is it true, Erica, that you had to be vetted by RZA and all 10 of his siblings <laughs> before you got to play the role You know what? Mom? That's what I was told. I mean, you know, listen, I played the mother of... Play mama. Mama, RZA, um, Bobby Diggs. I call him Bobby. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, she was a very prodigious woman. She had 11 children. There's four represented in this series. Mm-hmm. And uh, Zoli Griggs and uh, uh, Eli. Elijah Martinez. Yep, and Justice. There's Ashton Sanders and Justice. Mm-hmm. But uh, I heard that uh, I had to pass the test, the smell test of 11 true children, Yikes. which actually is, actually that's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. If they saw something in me that they recognize or something in their mother, mm-hmm. then I thought, because I thought, you know, that's a heavy thing. What do I think? Yeah. And Rizzo came to me and she said, you know, Erica, she was the light. And I thought, wow, that's a great compliment. Mm-hmm. So all I'll do is just be, be me. Yeah. <laughs> and hope that she shines through. And I did a little thing to her. I said, listen, your children want to see you. They've gone to great lengths to bring you here. Just just come. Ooh, my two sisters who, if if we if, if we would have chose the wrong person, uh, dinner <laughs> and Thanksgiving would never be the same, <laughs> all right? But they, they actually really, really loved Erica and, and really help me absorb it as well, yo. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So anyway. And you picked Ashton to play you. Now, how, how was that? How Was that difficult? How'd you find him? Yeah, you know, this gentleman right here is a very talented young man, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And um, I was on a plane watching Equalizer 2. Right? I saw it in the movie theaters first, right? But now, you know, it's we getting closer to casting. And, 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 and when the character he played, you know, he was drawing and he was, you know, having that confrontation between is he going to, you know, be a drug dealer, be an artist. Mm-hmm. And his eyes, you know, I was like, wow, I remember having those eyes. Mm. You know what I mean? And Ashton came in and sat down with us. I don't know if we even talked about who he was going to be. I don't know if you know I was examining him like. Oh, man, we we had a brief conversation about the show and all of that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, you know, he's just, you know, his eyes and the spirit of what, of what uh, the young Bobby was going through. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Whoosh. That was the man. Ashley, did you listen to a lot of Wu-Tang growing up? or I'm not going to lie. Uh, I knew of Wu-Tang growing up, you know. Like, you know of their hits, like, Cream, you know, like, uh, you know, like Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to f*** with. But uh, outside of that, nah, you know, this role definitely uh, demanded that you understood the world in which, like, they really was in, you know, as individuals and as a group. And so, uh, you know, becoming RZA was something strategic. Why is that not a deal breaker for you? Like the young artist not knowing who Wu Tang is. Shouldn't be, but why is it not? Well, I've been blessed with the opportunity to act and direct and write, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. and so I can approach it with an artistic mind and not a personal right. thing, you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, you know, you you look for the actor who can embody the character. You know, so you don't have to know anything about me. It's just like, you know, not to put myself on the spot, but I wasn't no cop, but I played a cop, an American gangster, right. you know right, what I mean? Right, right. And so, and I never, as a kid, would dream that I'm going to play a cop because that's the opposite of what I wanted to be. But when you kind of, you know, start absorbing characters and personalities, you know, that becomes an art and a craft. And and I didn't, I didn't think twice about where he was from. I was just like, can this kid absorb this character at the age he's going to be? Mm-hmm. And could he deliver this spirit as Bobby, right? And and when you get a chance to watch the show, and I hope everybody tune in, I think the most beautiful thing about it is that the arc of where this, you know, these episodes has taken us 
is is uh is perfect for 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 Ashton in all reality. You know what I mean? Because because you know he's questioning the things around him. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And if you already know the answers, you may have a difficulty trying to come with the questions. You know what I mean? And I think not knowing the answers, you know, help, you know, the discovery as well along the path. Erica, you came up in the era of Wu-Tang. What, what did you know of Wu-Tang? What, what feeling did they give you? I knew um, uh, Dollar Dollar Bill, y'all. I mean, I knew <laughs> those songs, I knew Method Man, I knew RZA. The thing is that when you're living like you guys are right now, mm -hmm. sometimes you miss things that are going on around you because mm -hmm. you're also in the business as well. So you can feel like you're part of it, but then you realize, no, I missed it because I wasn't experiencing it the same way. So if you're on a show, whether it's the Cosby Show or Living Single, that type of thing, it's taking all of your energy and creative time, and you're sort of catching things after the fact. So I found that coming into this arena, I learned more about the era I'm supposed to be from mm -hmm. than when I was there, mm. which is kind of bizarre because it felt a little alien to me. Mm -hmm. But then I realized, no, I was there, but I just didn't experience it the same way that kids on the street because I, I had a job. But now, <laughs> the dope thing about it, though, is which I love about it, it was... There was no social media back then, no no internet service like that back then. We didn't have access to that. Very little access to cell phones. Mm -hmm. So when you see it, I lived it, but I didn't live that part of it. So like when I'm watching it, I'm sitting in, and I thought Raekwon and Ghostface were best friends from the <laughs> start. Like, I'm like, they were brothers. I'm like, they did music. Like that's how I looked at them. Right. But then when you watch it, you be like, they really almost killed each other. I'm like, that's crazy. How did you? I didn't see the the rest of the uh, second. Second episode. How did you get them cool? Well, and this is and this is real life. Yeah, yeah. Well, in all reality, right? It's like, you know, Stapleton and Park Hill just had this. I mean, the beef was uh, was was from guys older than me. And that's, these are I mean? projects in Staten Island for people yeah. that's listening. Mm -hmm. And and yet, you know, Staten Island is still a, a isolated island. Mm -hmm. One thing that Staten Island did, though, I would say, is that when we left Staten Island, right? and we go to Brooklyn or we go to Sensations in Jersey, mm -hmm. we did fight together. If you go to the square and you got some Staten Islanders in there, even though we from all different hoods, we always fought together regardless, but then back on the rock, it's like, yeah, it's all, yeah. It's all en enemies, you know what I mean? So, but more importantly, you know, there was a common denominator, you know what I mean, between me and the Wu brothers. And that common denominator um, is something that helped meld that energy. You know what I mean, um, and you know, you know, this, you know, not to give spoilers, but as you go through the show, you'll see some of that common denominator evolve and answer some of the questions, like you know, because that's one of the challenges that, you know, that Aston has to face as Bobby. You know, my favorite, you know, one of my favorite scenes is in episode two, which comes up next, when he uh, when he's confronted by um, Shaw, because Shaw is not Raekwon yet, right? And he's and he's just like, yo, Bobby. Where's my gun, son? Like, yo, you let that Stapleton eat my food? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, and, and, and that kind of energy of, 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 of friendship and then being pulled between, you know, what's going on with your friends and what's going on with your brother or what's going on in the streets. That dynamic, I mean, that dynamic was strong then, but even that dynamic finds itself and the equation these days. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it could be business or personal. Finds its like, yeah, 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 yeah. And you never know. Like, you know, sometimes, you know, you know how it is. You may come with, the one thing about, you know, about coming from the hood or come from, I may have a guy with me that's tight with me, but he ain't tight with you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Now you see him, it's like, yo, but me and you tight. 
You know what I'm saying? I might not even know that, yo, son, two years ago, that ain't my man's pocket or something. Mm -hmm, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? So all that kind of energy exists. All right, well, we got more with the RZA, Erica Alexander, and Ashton Sanders when we come back. I mean, RZA's here, so let's do a Wu-Tang mix. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was a Wu-Tang mini-mix. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with RZA, Erica Alexander, and Ashton Sanders. The Wu-Tang series is out now. Charlamagne? Well, this is a question for you and Erica. Did y'all take y'all era for granted? Because the 90s was so rich, you know what I mean, with talent. Well, did y'all take it for granted? When you live in it, right? Okay, well, man. no. I mean, I'll just say, to me, the 90s were also full of crack. Full of, you know, <laughs> drugs, violence. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, people talk about New York. I didn't go. I mean, I went out to the theater. Would go to Bam, do the play, get back on the subway, and go back home. I didn't hang out like people hung out. People were getting shot. I remember those times as being really difficult. And so I don't have the nostalgia like that. I, I the music brings back like maybe what happened and the fact that people were so creative. But if you really want to talk about it, it was also a very turbulent time. And frankly, I've survived. I mean, it was like being in a war zone. It was a lot of it was awful. Yeah, that's why I never understood the Cosby Show because that was like gentrified Brooklyn in the nineties. It was like, why, where was the crime at on the yeah. Cosby Show? In but Brooklyn? you know, yeah. it, it, the, the Cosby Show made us look up to something, though, especially right. here in New York, because, like you said, we walked outside. You seen the, the crack, the little crack things all over the floor. Your parents, you know, trying to sweep and say, don't touch him. And you seen the needles. So when you looked at the Cosby show, it was like, wow. But it was two different Brooklyns. You heard Biggie rapping about one Brooklyn right. and Cosby was showing you something else. But there was actually, but you go down the park slope back in those days or you go back to some of the, there, there were streets in Brooklyn, mm -hmm. like Spike Lee's block. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that yeah, people, yeah, you know, uh, Marcellus is living there. People that had it, you know, I, I remember I, I met a chick over there. I went to her neighbor. I was like, yo, what the hell? Ten blocks away, it was... I almost got robbed. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Now, your crib, I could come out here, fresh kicks on. She, you know, she looked healthy like her parents already had good food. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so, 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 that's so, so the Cosby show, like he said, was a, it was a good example for us. You know, for us, you know, and the woo, nah, we was, we was in the middle of the grot. And at the end of the day, at some point, so we was the problem. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, but to answer your question, mm. I, I feel like I, I I maybe I missed a lot of it just by being, you know, swimming in the water. Then I didn't see mm -hmm. what, was, what was swimming beside me. Now, what's the relationship with Wu? I know it was rocky at times, but it seems like this could have got everybody together because it was so many different stories and, and reliving the 90s and reliving when y'all were younger on that grind. What's the relationship now with everybody? I mean, the relationship is, is peace, you know. We, you know, you know, it's a brotherhood, so it's always, you know, like you said, the up and down. Um, I think more so than ever, though, I think... You know, at this such mature age now, everybody is just letting everybody live their live their lane. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, I'm a, I'm in, I've been making, I've been in Hollywood for about 13 years now. Mm -hmm. I mean, I write movies, yo, I direct movies. That's what I do. It's like that's my craft, and so, and so that's my job is to tell that part of the story. You know what I mean? Where where other brothers could be into, you know, whether they making songs or still, or, you know, Jizza did this this whole science show. But he, he loves science and mathematics, and he goes to the schools, and he go to colleges and do speeches, and you go up there and you see Jilda telling us about they're trying to turn light into liquid, right? Mm -hmm. You seen this liquid science thing he does? No. Yo, you check this out, yo. <laughs> yo, yo, it's deep. It's like it. 12 episodes on science. 
hosted by the Jizzle on Netflix. And my son watched it, and he was picking up wisdom. I did not Because he, 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 he could roll with it. How, how, did you, how you feel, Rizzo, when you see people who may not understand the legacy behind the Wu logo just wearing it for style? Uh, I think I think that's good. a good thing. I think it's a good thing. I think, um, you know, it's a compliment in all reality. Um, now, you know, if you don't know what it means, you know, learn about it. Right. And now that there's... And now there's material you can learn from, whether, you know, you want to listen to the music, the music ain't your flavor, you know, the Mikes and Men documentary gives you a, a, a great painting. And if that ain't your flavor, now you can turn to Hulu and uh, get Wu-Tang and, and American Saga. All right, now, but can you guys name all the members of Wu-Tang? Both of you. Can y'all name them now? Rizzo, Ooh, I do Jizza, Jizza, Raekwon, Method Man. God. Fucking Method Man. God. We yeah. just said Method Man. And there's another master, master, master killer. Master killer. That's a killer. Oh. Hey, one more. one more, one more. Come on, you got him. Damn, who the fuck do we miss? I don't know. He's Chino. Oh, that's Chino. a trick question though, because growing up, Capadonna wasn't one of the original nine. He wasn't. Oh. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no, 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 he wasn't. That's that's kind of. You got to start on that. Yeah. Okay. But, but you know how you tell him how you remember it because we all remember it from Method Man. I knew you would ask that. Method Man. If you if the intro to Method Man should help you at all stops. Do it right fast for me, Charlemagne. The Rizza, the Jizza, old dirty bastard, inspected deck, you guard, ghost space killer, and, and no, I miss Raekwon. Raekwon. That's the only yeah. way I, you just always remember it. What's well, something y'all learned about the Wu Tang? I'm gonna lose my black card. This is the last question. What's something y'all learned about Wu Tang after accepting this role? Man, uh, again, dude, I just have so much f***ing respect for these dudes, you know? Like, I listen to people like MF Doom, you know, who are some of my favorite rappers. and like Definitely influenced by Wu-Tang. Yeah, exactly, you know? And, like, I'm listening to people like him and having no idea, like, the influence that he's had from, like, <clears throat> from somebody like RZA, you know, who's changed, like, production, music production in, like, so many ways. I think that is sick. I think yeah. that also we also learned that all the verbal rhetoric was masking very vulnerable young men mm -hmm. who were struggling and fighting for their lives. And I think that you could see that overall in just in American society, that mm -hmm. here we are talking about, you know, these street poets again, they they get to be these superheroes. And then you go look at their lives and they are in a diaspora and they are not supported and they're homeless and they're fighting each other. And yet what over what you know and then suddenly something turns on their mind and says the most powerful thing they had was their imagination you say that all the time and then when they started to put it to use then they got then they tapped into something much more powerful and that's actually a relief because sometimes you could look at things like why are these people getting up in the world and they seem to be doing all this stuff well ultimately the thing that, that was most power to them and really at, at their fingertips was the fact that they could recreate themselves mm. And I'm glad I got a chance to see who they were. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah. dope. Well, appreciate you guys for joining us, man. Thank you. I look forward to seeing the whole series. I love the first one I seen. Well, thank you guys so much. Mark, Mark, you thank, thank you, you so out. much. It's always All good right, to it's be here. Ashton Sanders and Miss Erica Alexander. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. Hello. Good morning. Hi. Hello. Good morning. Who are you talking to? Everybody. Oh. You too. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning to you. Top of the morning to you. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk. Kevin Hart. Listen up. It's just a 
Now, Kevin Hart has suffered three spinal fractures and is still in intense pain. They said the surgery was a success and he should be back to normal in a couple of months. Oh, salute to Kevin Hart. God bless that brother. Sitting up, laid up, always laid up somewhere, mm-hmm. trying to recover from surgery. Meanwhile, on social media, they're accusing this man of being homophobic. Okay? Because of the episode of The Shop we did on HBO. And it's just the irony. I, I keep saying this, but the irony of Kevin Hart being called homophobic when he's laying around with a broke back is just kind of crazy. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Now, The Rock said, uh, when my son Kevin Hart goes down with an injury, his big daddy steps in. I don't like that. I did leave my honeymoon early, and now me and Kelly are new best friends. I don't like that. He's supposed to be hosting uh, the Kelly Clarkson show. I feel, like, guess. I feel like The Rock is side-shaming with that, okay? And as a fellow, you know... Little man? 5'9". Short guy? Uh, 175, 80-pound guy. My know? son? I don't like this guy that's huge calling me his son, especially when I got kids and got my own sons. I mean, I don't personally, but Kev does. I have daughters. But for him to say that, it's just, I don't like that. Don't be calling me your son just because you bigger than me. Okay. A grown-ass man is like you a grown-ass man. Okay, little man. Now, uh, boxer Adrian Broner, he sued for $573,000 by a New York jeweler. Now, they're saying that he borrowed some jewelry and uh, then came back and borrowed some more jewelry and never brought it back. He allegedly owes $573,000 to Vladdy's Diamonds. Okay. I don't care. <laughs> okay. I really didn't even care about that one. Marcellus yeah, Wiley. Marcellus Wiley says Colin Kaepernick's protest was wrong. If I had to vote Kaepernick did right or did wrong, I would vote wrong because I'm into resources. I'm into monetizing. He's done tremendous. Two million that I know of and probably millions more. But then I watched J.J. Watt. Different cause, different reason. But in alliance, guess what he raised? $41.6 million on record. But, but no, 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 don't do, don't do me like that. Don't do me like that. I'm not going black and white. I'm just going. When he had everyone either loving him or loving to hate him, you got him. You Floyd Mayweather. You Money Mayweather. That's what. That's why he's the highest paid athlete because he got you either loving him or loving to hate him. Mm-hmm. Polarizing. Kaepernick had that. And he's winning every award and he's on everything. And then he gets silent. Um, I mean, yes, I do want Colin Kaepernick to speak more because whether he wants to be or not, he's a leader. And he hasn't lead- really spoke that much. Yeah, and, and leaders lead by action or through speaking. You know, his initial action showed that he wanted to raise awareness to police brutality and, you know, uh, social injustice, but now it seems like he just wants to play football, which is right. kind of confusing because he also seems to be anti-NFL mm. because he gets upset with anyone who wants to work with the NFL. So I feel like Colin, I feel like Colin should be in the league and I feel like he should be a part of all these social justice initiatives that the NFL is implementing and he should be speaking. Well, he's still working out. He worked out with Odell yesterday. They did ran some routes that's and things just, like that. That's just wild to me, though. It's just wild that you get upset for people. You get upset at people for watching the NFL. You get upset at people for working with the NFL, but mm-hmm. you want to be a quarterback in the NFL. That's not confusing to anyone. Yeah, it is. That's not a bit strange. Especially since we haven't heard him talk about it. I, I don't. That's just, that's just a little weird to me. Mm. I don't get it. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Mm. All right. People's Choice Mix is up next. Revolt. We'll see you tomorrow. Everybody else, hit us up. Get your request. And it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, um, let me shout out to 2 Chains, uh, Offset, Pusha T. Uh, all their cars have been delivered. Uh, Pusha T. Uh, no, 2 Chains car came last night at 1 in the morning. Uh, his pink trap house car. I didn't know that it doesn't run. 
So we had to push that car last night at 1 in the morning up the hill, but we got it up there. So now my house looks like a huge parking lot because we uh, actually start putting the cars in on Friday. So shout out to everybody. The car show is this Saturday. It's, it's going to be amazing. Hopefully get your tickets. We're going to have a lot of fun this Saturday. Get your tickets now. Now we got to shout the cast of the Wu-Tang series uh, that stopped through today. That's right. Wu-Tang is on Hulu right now. Every Wednesday they have new episodes. Mm -hmm. uh, we had the RZA up here. Um, we had the Queen Erica Alexander. I absolutely love Erica Alexander. Man. Absolutely. She's been up here a couple times. She's been up here a few times. She's a light. Welcome anytime. Uh, what's the brother name? Uh, the young brother, Austin Sanders? Ashton Sanders, Sanders and Shamik Moore. He plays the Rizzo and Shamik Moore plays uh, Raekwon, Raekwon the chef. Correct. Yes. Um, people feel like Shamik Moore needs a humbling. Uh, I don't have a problem with his confidence, but one thing about life, it will humble you. It will. It <laughs> right? will. So he, he's in for a few more rude awakenings, but, you know, it's, it's good to have that confidence. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. When we come back, we got your positive note. Oh, though. listen. Well, also, I'm going to be in Brooklyn tonight, man. I'm going to be um, uh, at Powerhouse Arena, 28 Adams Street at 7 p.m. Mm -hmm. with Dr. Jessica Clemens. You know, uh, my book shook one. Anxiety playing tricks on me. The paperback came out this week. Mm -hmm. So, you know, paperback copies are on sale, and we'll be out there having a conversation about one of my favorite subjects, mental health, with one of my favorite people to talk about mental health with, Dr. Jessica Clemens. So I'll see you tonight at 7 p.m., Powerhouse Arena, 28 Adams Street in Brooklyn, New York, if you're in the New York, New Jersey area. All right, get there early. And when we come back, we got the positive note. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now you got a positive note for the people? Yeah, I just want to give some people some positive affirmations that they can take with them on this fine Thursday. Uh, I just want you to know that uh, you are allowed to take up space. Your past is not a reflection of your future. You are smart enough to make your own decisions, and you are in control of how you react to others. And most importantly, tell yourself that I choose peace. Peace. Breakfast Club!